Oh, hey! Sorry I didn't see you there, this is an audio medium. If you grew up on Disney Channel shows and DCOMs, my time machine is ready for you to take a journey back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! Time travelers, welcome back to the Time Machine podcast with me, Becca Stogner. And me, Hunter. Boo! Ah! Happy October 1st, everyone. Woo-woo! At, at the time of this recording, we're recording on the 29th of September, but when this comes out, it's October 1st. At the time of the release of this episode, my Halloween decorations will have been up for 30 days already. <laughs> oh yeah, we just put some, my roommate just put out some decorations. Just some just some little uh, pumpkins here and there. Yeah, we've been watching horror and Halloween content since September began, so really? I'm already I in the game, yeah. I haven't watched the i haven't watched anything halloween related yet we've mostly forbidden ourselves from watching anything specifically halloween related until october begins but right but like just spooky stuff we've been watching like yeah like a lot of horror and like eerie but, content but wouldn't horror oh i guess it doesn't take place in halloween yeah anything that takes place at halloween or has to do with halloween we have so set aside. are you are you watching a cinderella story this year it's a halloween movie is it? It takes place during I've never, Halloween. I've never uh, seen. You've never seen a Cinderella story? No. We have to do like a month of like, what's Disney but not Disney? Yeah. And that like, I don't know, something to do with like the hits of Disney stars that aren't Disney movies. <laughs> or maybe Cinderella story aired on Disney Channel and then we can do it. It, it definitely did. Yeah, well, that the movie they go to they go to a Halloween dance. I never knew that. I I never noticed that until like a week ago. So you've never seen that movie? No. (gasps) Wow. I've seen another Cinderella story. Oh. Don't you? uh, That 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 soundtrack slaps. We'll have to watch a Cinderella. Jesse McCartney's on a Cinderella story soundtrack. I know that. So you're missing out. Well, we'll have to watch it. I want to watch it when I'm in the same room as you. That's 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 a statement that I will take to the bank. All right, cash it in. All right. Uh, do you want some Disney four hundred one news? Yeah. Oh wait, before we do that, before well... we do that, uh, your votes have been counted, and next time we have some Christy Carlson news to share, the segment will be called Romano Roundup. Yes. We posted on our Instagram because Christy keeps posting some outstanding content and we need to have her own segment. And so we put up an Instagram poll. It was Romano Roundup versus Christy's Corner and Romano Roundup won. By how much? Uh, Let me let me see. It's on my Instagram. So when I voted, I voted for Romano Roundup, but I when I voted, it was 50 50. Oh, well, you obviously didn't stay. It, it was a tight race. I will have to say hmm. it was a very tight race. I was hoping that I was tagging her in the stories, hoping that she would see it uh, <laughs> because Allie and AJ saw, saw our story once. That's that is true. They did. So it's not out of the realm of possibilities. OK, it won 69 percent to 31 percent. So nine people voted for Romano Roundup, four people voted for Christie's Corner. 
So how about that? How about, how about that? that? So thank you to all who voted. Now let's get into some Disney 411. All right. All right, first story of the Disney 411 is Selena Gomez just scored her first Latin Grammy nomination. How about that? Okay. Uh, Selena's Gomez's song De Una Vez is nominated in the best short form music video category. And yeah, the the um, awards are set to take place in November. So Selena Gomez is now a Grammy nominee. How do you feel about that? She's a Latin Grammy nominee. It still counts. Okay. More than you and I have. Yeah, it's just it's true. So now Selena, Demi, Jonas Brothers, and Miley all have some sort of Grammy nomination. Wow. Miley the, and the Friends for Change. Right. Miley has one. Demi has two. Jonas Brothers have two. And now Selena has a Latin Grammy nomination. Nice. So, Demi Lovato has two Grammy nominations. Miley should have a lot more than one. That's very true. Do you, what is it for? What do you mean? What is your well, question? What was her nomination for? Miley's. For who? Oh, Miley's Grammy nomination was Best Pop Vocal Album for Bangers. For Bangers? That's mm-hmm. funny. And Demi's was... Let me check. Demi's was Pep what am I saying? Best pop duo group performance and best pop vocal album. So she did a song with Christina Aguilera that was nominated and her album that I think had uh, what was it? It was the album that had um, what was the album? Oh, uh, it's the album that had uh, Cool for the Summer on it. And Jonas Brothers were nominated for best. Let me see. Jonas Brothers were nominated for best new artist in 2009, which is weird because they were not a new artist in 2009. Yes. And best pop duo group performance in 2020 for Sucker. No winners, though. No winner. No winners yet. Who do you think will be the first out of out of the uh, four of those people? Those I would, groups. I would root for Miley the most, I think. But I think she has a good chance next year. Who knows? We'll see. Who knows? Who knows? Speaking of Demi Lovato, oh. Demi Lovato says UFO sighting was a beautiful and incredible experience. Oh, I forgot about this tangent of theirs. So her, uh, I mean, their show about discovering aliens is about to come out. So they're doing promo. And Lovato spoke to her experience seeing a floating blue orb last October at Joshua Tree National Park. Goes on to say, I basically saw the blue orb that was about 50 feet away, maybe less. And it was kind of like floating above the ground, just like 10 or 15 feet. And it was kind of keeping its distance from me, Lovato said. It was beautiful and incredible experience. It definitely changed the way that you see the world, they added. You have an inkling and then all of a sudden the inkling is confirmed. It changes your reality for sure. So have you ever experienced something like that? No. Do you you never see like alien life? Mm-mm. Nothing. Do you want to no. see alien life? I don't know. I think it would scare the shite out of me. What if you saw like a blue orb? It would still scare the shite out of me. And when it went back, we've been oh watching. Oh my God. No. No. Are you going to check out 
Demi's reality show. Maybe. Maybe. I don't I feel know. like we should watch it and report back. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. So this next story, it counts because she was a part of the Mickey Mouse Club and it's breaking news. Okay. Are you ready for it? Britney Spears is finally free from her father's control after more than 13 years. Yes. The yes, judge yes. suspended the 39-year-old pop star's father, Jamie Spears, as conservator of her state on Wednesday in a highly anticipated hearing. During a highly anticipated hearing that came as Spears and her attorney continued to criticize her dad's handling of her affairs, Los Angeles County Superior Court Judge Brenda Penny, uh, shout out to Brenda Penny, <laughs> Granted that 39-year-old singer's request to immediately suspend Jamie Spears as conservator of her estate, a role he has filled since the conservatorship's creation in early 2008, Penny appointed John Zabel, a certified public accountant nominated by Britney Spears, to oversee her finances on a temporary basis. So, it's good news. That is good news. So, say, like, everything's all said and done. Britney Spears is out of anyone's control. Do you think she'll give like a book or like a one big interview and be done with the world and say, I'm not doing anything anymore? I don't do know you- because I've heard here and there that she's like not feeling okay about all these documentaries that are about to come out about her. Yeah. Well, that's why, th- that's why my theory is maybe she'll like want to tell her side. I don't know on it. Maybe she would just want to be like, I'm done. Yeah. I mean, she's given us enough. Yeah. And we and the media keeps. T- you know the thing about these documentaries are, to me, I've been like thinking about the more they there's like, more they come out. And I w- I watched Frame Brittany and it was very interesting. Like the rest of the world saw it. It's weird because they're doing the same thing. Yeah. But in a different way. Yeah. They're still profiting off of Britney Spears. Yeah, it's always weird when like multiple documentaries come out about the same thing and they have to differentiate themselves like when those two firefest documentaries drop yeah. at the same time but it's just funny because all the documentaries are all about the media turned britney uh into a monster and benefited her for her entertainment don't trust the media the media is bad aren't you the media yeah you're the media like what the and okay. are you still like putting you're out making docu- money off of her story without her like right Right. Say so. That's still just as bad. I was like, it's like in a more positive light because it's we're on her side, not like the opposite where we were like making fun of her. But still, it's like it's the same. Like you're putting her personal life out there. I mean, yes, I think the documentary really helped this uh, conservatorship kind of end in motion. Yeah. Ending in motion. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm sure it brought so. But much But it's more still attention. kind of like, uh, what y'all are kind of opposite ends of the same spectrum. Yeah. But anyway, free Britney. (laughs) (laughs) And she's coming. She's coming, y'all. All All right. That's all that I got for you today. All right. Well, if you saw our Instagram posts this week, we're starting off our month of frights this October by looking at some of the classic Disney Channel Halloween episodes and ending it on one of the most classic, if not the most classic Halloween decoms. But this week, we are looking at the That's So Raven Halloween episode, Don't Have a Cow. Yes, it aired on October 17th, 2003. And it was the second episode of the second season. How about that? How about that? How about that? 
The basic plot overview is that Raven and Chelsea are not invited to Alana's big Halloween party because Alana hates Raven. And they find, like, Raven's grandmother's old spell book in the attic and try to cast a spell to get themselves invited to the party. But the spell goes awry uh, when Chelsea's <laughs> cow button falls into the potion and they start slowly turning into cows. And the other plot is Corey's going trick-or-treating and the dad is sad because he's going to go alone. And William sad. is a disaster. Uh, so <laughs> what do you remember of this episode? I remember definitely seeing it. I obviously remember the shot of her with like the cow ears from the theme song. Yeah. Um, I think I've only seen it once or twice and it was a very long time ago. So a lot of this take was very like fresh. Yeah. Um, I loved that. Well, it's just so. Okay, I'm gonna. The more I watched it, I was getting more disturbed as they more as they morphed into cows. Yeah, I couldn't really like look at it because it was making my skin crawl. The this ears. Is, this were is one, body horror. The it's body horror. <laughs> like the ears are what like the more, the more like the ears. The ears were fine. I'm like. Oh. Then the tails, and then the schnauz, and then finally they transformed into real life cows. Well, once Chelsea started acting a fool, was when I was like getting stressed. But I will never. I'm jumping ahead. I'm jumping yeah. like to the end, but I will never forget watching this as a kid for the first time. Really? And when, and when Chelsea licks her mouth because there's water all over it, and it's an actual cow tongue. Yeah. That was when I'm, I. I have to leave. I think the way that it looked was that they just took a video of like someone else's tongue doing that and made it like way bigger and just superimposed it. On I hers. hated every second of it. <laughs> I didn't say it was good. <laughs> this episode was good. I remember the part where they just kept going into cows. Okay, so let's like go back to the beginning. Did you ever? Ha- so there's a Halloween party mm-hmm. thrown by Alana, aka Adrian Bailon. So we got a little Cheetah Girls reunion happening. Yeah. And I think this was like the first episode. Yeah, this is the first episode of her character. Is it really? Season two, episode two. Wow. So I I remember watching it being like, that's the girl from the Cheetah Girls. Raven's hair right at the start of this episode where she has that little like alien antenna like diamond pin was. Uh I was like, Ray. Did you ever go to a high school Halloween party? High school? I don't think so. I don't remember we ever. I don't remember people having high school Halloween parties. They probably were happening. I just wasn't invited. Ouch! <laughs> Ouch! I hit a sore subject. No, I don't think. I don't remember. I'm sure there were. But we get we get a loca. Yes, yeah, loca and Muffy. So yeah, Raven has beef with Alana, so therefore she has beef with Chelsea. But I feel like she should therefore have beef beef with Eddie. Yeah. Well, but Loka, I guess Oh yeah. Loka is like likes Eddie, so he's exempt. Yeah. And so no matter what Raven does, Alana will not like her whatsoever. So they don't get invited to the party. So they're really upset about it. And then does it cut to the chill girl? Yeah, that's when they they find out that um, Alana booked out the the chill girl to have her party at. And I say when Victor 
placed the cheeseburgers on their t- their table, I said those cheeseburgers look so good. The curly fry sticking out of the the cheeseburger. You're talking about? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, he's I a chef. Pre- he's a connoisseur. He he comes from fine dining. You know he knows how to present. He's a connoisseur. Um. Also, the wig. The obvious wig that Adrian Bailon had on in that yes. scene in the hallway—it looks the top of it looks okay, but then everything from the bottom down is like shiny. I don't plasticky. know. Maybe maybe they wanted her to have straight hair because she has really curly hair in the Cheetah Girls, so they wanted to be like it's a different character. But I'm like, this is not so Raven—a show full of disguises, and you can't get a good wig. I know the fluorescents were like gleaming off of that wig. It looks so bad. Exactly. So Raven finds out that the party's happening at the chill grill and Victor is so selfless and was going to give up having a really big business opportunity and having the party not be there because Raven and Chelsea were not invited. Well, he would have had to give them the money back and he did say he already cashed the check. (laughs) But he's so selfless. I know. Sweet Victor. Sweet, sweet Victor. Well, what happens is that Victor accidentally puts the burgers down in the wrong order. So he puts the real burger in front of Chelsea and the veggie burger in front of Ray. Oh, and Chelsea's going on and on about how great. How good it is. Vegetarian burgers are so good. They even taste like real meat. Well, then this also has the iconic line where Raven jumps up and is like, Ew, I almost need something healthy. (laughs) Me. Me. (laughs) Always. I remember one time I was. I want a McDonald's so bad. And someone goes, why do you want to go to McDonald's? They have nothing good there. I said, they have I a filet fish <laughs> That's what I say to you, actually. You no, know I love my fish. No, but they were being criticizing me because they're like, that's so unhealthy for you. Why would you? I said, I don't want to go to McDonald's to eat healthy. Yeah. Are you out of your mind? I want to go to McDonald's to get a greasy McGrease grease burger. That's gonna make my insides churn, like like the cauldron that and Raven them, and Chelsea are churning at towards in this episode. Them greasy, salty, salty, salty fries. And you know, you know what? Do you think it's like a part of the McDonald's code that you have to leave fries in the like in the bag? Maybe. Like, like even if like the the person who works the drive through makes all the fries get into the carton, they're like, well, we gotta make put some in the bag i think that just probably naturally happens when they get in the bag but i could be wrong i don't know i don't any other drive through there's none at the bottom of the bag mcdonald's is always something at the bottom of the bag <laughs> always and Honestly, there's not there's doing something wrong with how meticulous they are with their like soda process it really wouldn't surprise me how meticulous yeah what are you talking about mcdonald's is not meticulous the soda stuff though like the the way that they like they keep it in like tins instead of bags and there's like like mcdonald's is a corporation not like individual mcdonald's individual mcdonald's they'll be like can i get a number one they'll be like do you want to come in and just make it for yourself (laughs) like they do not care sometimes when i order my filet fish i feel like i can hear them like laughing at me (laughs) that's me in the (laughs) backseat anyway anyway let's get back to the subject of hand so Chelsea is devastated. Yes, she is. That she ate me. I was literally about to say Chelsea is devastated. She's she's devastated. I know, she but gets... like we would have said it at the same time. Aw. Well, she then gets a button with a giant cow face and a and an X on well, it. She, and she's writing like poetry and laments about how she ate a cow. Yeah. 
Also, I also love that this is just across the board in TV shows, especially TV sitcoms, that when it's a, a holiday uh, that has decorations, every inch and every scene has is Halloween it... have decorations. I the know. Baxters, I was about to be like, the Baxters have a pumpkin on every stair. The Baxters' <laughs> living room is decked out in Halloween. Well, probably because you don't see their, you know, the front of their house is just that same exterior right, shot every right. time. But it's just funny. Every sitcom, when it's like a Christmas, all of a sudden everyone has Christmas wardrobe that they wear to school. Um, they have this, tons and tons of This episode of That's a Raven has not one, but two sex jokes. I wrote that too. They always <laughs> love to give these sex jokes to Victor and, and, Victor and Tanya. Tanya. Well, Corey comes down the stairs and Victor's like ready to take him trick-or-treating. And Corey's like, Dad, I think it's time we have the talk. And Victor goes, Tanya! <laughs> and he goes, not that talk. <laughs> yeah, he, Corey. He just means the talk of like, he wants to go trick-or-treating with his friends. And, I know, and, his and Victor is all dressed up, ready to go. And he's like, Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> when did you stop trick-or-treating? I think my last year of middle school. So eighth grade was my last year that I went. I was the last time I remember going trick or treating. Well, we would always go to like growing up, we would always go to like churches. Oh, like then, the trunk or treats? Yeah. And then yeah. sometimes we'd go in our neighborhood, but I couldn't be more than like 10 after that was probably like the one of the last times I did it. And then like really? you get to that age and you're like, I don't want to dress up. There's a picture of me and my siblings. And I think my sister is going to a party. My brother, my my younger brother and sister are going trick-or-treating. And I was just going to stay inside. And we all <laughs> took it. And my mom wanted to take a picture of everyone on the set. So everyone's dressed up except me. <laughs> I think I definitely went trick-or-treating up until I was 13. And then when I was 14, I stayed home and I hid in the bushes dressed as Freddy Krueger and I scared kids. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. <laughs> Well, were your parents upset when you were like, I don't want to go trick-or-treating anymore? No, because before that, like the last couple of years that I went, I went out alone with friends instead of with them anyway. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I don't, I'm, I, I've, I've never, none of my parents were like, oh, I guess we're not going trick-or-treating. This I year. They're, they're like, yeah, I don't want to I have a, I just had a memory of like once in high school when I was like a junior, I think I went to. Like, me and my friend went around the neighborhood and got candy. You're those people? Yeah. You're I like, like, mo you're like, like move seven-year-old. Um, I also think it's so weird that you mentioned before that Chelsea and Ravens are so not invited to Alana's Halloween party. They're just going to stay in and go through her aunt's stuff. And her aunt is also psychic. So she her, has It was this her grandma. No. Oh. Did I say aunt? Yeah. Oh, grandma. I'm sorry. Like the fact they pulled out tarot cards and they said that's what they were. Well, on the Disney Channel, we're watching a show about a teenage psychic. True. I don't know so, why I thought that was like a big deal. Tarot cards are also in this universe. So I just thought it was funny that so her grandma also practices witchcraft, is what we're saying. Yes. Because she doesn't, she doesn't eat a cauldron and stuff like that to be a psychic. No. Or a spell book, but... Or a spell book. Like, what? I loved it, though. So I, the thought spell... it was, I thought it was a great, a great like, thing to bring in. Yes. The spell that, that they find is a spell where they, like, put the stuff in there, and then they can just, like, make a wish. Yeah. So they wish to get invited to Alana's party, and then the phone rings. And Alana, in this, like, complete trance, is like, 
I don't know why, but I want to invite you to my party. <laughs> oh, did you notice that the side by side when it, you see their uh, conversation? That is, they're sitting in the Baxter set. But you can blatantly tell it's the Baxter's like sun room when you go down the stairs and it's kind of like that room ne- next to the window. Really? Like the, the, I didn't uh, notice yeah, that. Go back and look at it. It's the same set, just like different curtains. <laughs> That's funny. Gonna... So yeah, they so they figure out it works because they get invited to the party. And then they go back to the cauldron and they say they wish they had the best costumes and that all eyes will be on them. And it works and they jump for joy because it's working, it's working. And then... But they didn't notice Chelsea's cow button. Chelsea's cow button. Into the... uh, so then we get to... They're getting ready for the party. They're so excited. Raven takes off her towel on her head. She has cow ears. And that's what Okay, well, before she takes off her towel, she reveals, like, what is supposed to be her costume of the Queen of Hearts. Oh, yeah. And it's not giving Queen of Hearts. It's giving very Dorothy. (laughs) Which is like, no wonder Chelsea was confused. Once again, you'd think, since Raven designs her own clothes, she'd come up with a really good halloween costume well they probably had to they were coming up with something in a pinch too because they didn't know that they oh, were yeah, going. Right. raven always comes up with things in pinches you think she just has a plumber's <laughs> outfit like in her locker at all times just to if like something happens she needs to spy on someone she's always doing everything in a pinch she can come up with a halloween costume in a pinch you're right <laughs> don't you're bring right. that don't read that excuse in here okay <laughs> don't don't defend her she wasn't on her a game no you're right <laughs> Anyway, well, she takes off her towel and she has the biggest cow ears. And, and they move. She's like, Reg, why are you <laughs> hiding the best costume? And they move. They move, Which, they move. That was so funny. Like, that was such a good effect. I wonder how they did that. I know. Probably just like a little motor or something. But yeah. like. And then, well, Audley's <laughs> Vanderbilt was quoted in saying the Halloween episode was her favorite because of all the prosthetics. So. Uh, and then it reveals that Chelsea also has ears and then a tail. And then Eddie is there to pick them up, right? Or they're going to go to the party together now that Yeah, because he heard that they got invited, so he wants to all go together. And he's like, y'all better move your tails. <laughs> they look at each other like, oh, he knows. Why would he tell? That, why, why are they like trying to pretend that this is not happening in the beginning? I mean... I, I need like if I was turning into a cow, I'd be like, I'm turning into a cow. I need help. Help me now. I don't know. Like if they could tell anybody what they did, it would be Eddie. Right. And, I don't and know. Just... Maybe he doesn't want them. Maybe they don't want him to like go to the party ahead of them and like say something by accident. Because you know Eddie got loose lips. Right. But it's so like why why are they trying to hide it? It's not like Alana came home uh, over to their house. I don't it's know. Eddie. I mean, like, they're Eddie? also in a they're in a panic too. Like, they, they are in a panic. Honestly, I'm not good in a panic, so who knows if I was starting to turn to a cow, I'd be like, "Oh, everything's fine." I'm but fine. then they start like anytime they say something that ends with "ooh," they start like mooing. I remember hating that as a child as well. Really, it cracked me up because or it just it just freak you out. It freaked me out because the moo is so base. It's so <laughs> coming coming from the chest. Yeah. <laughs> the way Raven moves. We always say Raven acts with every bone and muscle in her face. Her lips, her cheeks, her forehead. It was said that moo 
that you could feel that moo coursing from her toes all the way up <laughs> and then it comes out of her mouth exactly exactly so uh eddie oh eddie came by because he wanted to pick up the spell book to take the party as a prop he didn't That's know why that he they by. had that oh he but came he... because he wants to go to the party with them and then he sees that and he's like oh this would go great with my costume can i take it oh yeah no, and they're yeah, like yeah, sure yeah. and then he leaves before I mean, obviously, they're in a panic because they're like, let's look at and see if there's a spell we can do to reverse it. Yeah. But they can't because Eddie's gone to the party with the book. And then Ray said, I don't remember what she said, but she was like, hurry up before I move again. <laughs> Which was just funny. Uh, and then. So then they realized that they got to give the book. So they got to go. And they're like, wait, we can't go to the Halloween party because we're just a cows. And they're like, we can't on Halloween. But by the time they get there is when they fully have snouts. <laughs> they don't like. How do you not notice like your face is transforming into an into a snout? Yeah, how would you not feel it like stretching and rounding like that? Ooh, the chills <laughs> I just got. And, and then they oh, have like within a couple minutes of being there, like Chelsea is eating some man's straw hat and drinking the punch bowl. Raven has hooves. <laughs> And she goes, the way she screams, I have hooves, <laughs> is so funny. She goes, I have hooves. She's like <laughs> clawing through the book, like trying to find the page. Chelsea's eating the pages. Chelsea is acting a fool as a cow. Like her brain is not turning into a cow. It's brain. Well, her brain already is a cud. Also, when they're like, it's like, are you chewing gum? And Raymond's like, no. It's cud. I had no idea what that was as a child. I still don't know what that is. What cud is? Yeah. What is it? Cud. <laughs> Researcher. Partly digested food returned from the first stomach for the <gasps> mouth to the mouth for further chewing. Ew. How does Raven know that off the top of her head? I'm sure it's like acid reflux. Like you can taste it. Ooh, I hate this. This is so <laughs> disturbing. Well, then they uh, uh, Muffy gets up to announce the winners of the costume contest, and they say she's like, "It's gonna be Alana." What is she? What is Alana even dressed as? They're all dressed in some type of green. The three of them. Well, yeah, but like they're, she's just in a dress. Like it's not even. Clear Did you what notice she's what the the DJ was wearing? No. He was wearing like a prison uniform with a clown nose and like a weird hat. What? <laughs> the set, the the costumer literally uh, got an extra was like, here, here's some extra stuff left over. Get out there. <laughs> anyway, go what you were saying. I just had to. Well, I just, I was like, why? Like, how is she going to win the contest if it's not even clear what she is? But she comes in second. And somehow, I'd assume that if it's like a normal costume contest, the votes go on all night. Yeah. And somehow, within two minutes of them being there, Raven and Chelsea win the contest. Well, it's magic. I'm sure, like, the... That's the... true. But I will say, when you know you know my bloody zebra look <laughs> from high school? <laughs> yes. You've seen it. Um, gosh, I guess I'm probably going to have to send you a, a picture to put on the gram now for when we're talking about this. But... <gasps> In high school, my senior year, I showed up to this um, <laughs> our thespian society banquet. The theme was safari, and I decided that I was going to be a zebra <laughs> that had been shot by a hunter. You are mad. So 
I came to the banquet, it was like almost the food part was almost over in time for awards. So I was there for five minutes before the costume contest was announced, and I won. <laughs> Everyone said, rewrite, rewrite. <laughs> oh, wow, five minutes? It was not long. And like some people were there dressed up like the thornberries. Like people tried. Were you shocked? A little bit, yeah. But I was like, honestly, deserved. Were you like? Because I was late. Because I spent so much time putting the look together. <laughs> how did you? How did you get the news? Were you eating mid? And you were mid tune. You're like, oh. no. We were like in the auditorium, and they got did up on stage, and they were like, "All right, the award for wildest costume." Okay, l- I'm gonna recreate it, and you try to uh, recreate your emotions. Ready? Okay. All right, guys. Thank you so much for coming to Safari Night for the Theater Thespian Society. Uh, we're about to do our costume, and the winner is Becca Stogner. It was like a little bit of genuine surprise at first, and then very much fake surprise after. <laughs> and you're like, yup, 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 yup. We yup. also had to, the way that you would do that for Thespian Society, because we were all actors, like everybody would get up on the stage and like sort of introduce themselves in character who they were supposed to be. Yeah. And my plan was just to run in front of someone who was dressed as like a hunter and just fall over, which is what I did. <laughs> They're like, oh, we get it. We get it. Uh, before we cut to the end of this saga we got to go back to Corey's plot so he comes back from trick-or-treating and apparently william's remote oh uh, yes william's costume is a remote control and he set it up like it was a working remote that he was going to be able to turn on the tv and as soon as he hits it apparently he sets off every car alarm and security system that they go up to so their trick-or-treating is a bust. They don't get any candy. But guess who got all the candy? Victor. Victor right? and Tanya. Because Victor and Tanya went to go trick-or-treating instead. I cannot remember why, but in my notes, I wrote Moo Panic. <laughs> Probably when Raven and Chelsea were mooing. <laughs> they were Moo and panicking. At the, at the, um, at the party. Like, right when they're about to announce the costume contest and Raven is just like, moo! (laughs) Yeah. This episode makes my skin crawl. I'm sorry, I'm not an animal person, really. So the fact that someone You probably just are very susceptible to body horror. I don't know what that means. Definition, please. That's a genre of horror movie that is like this, where it's like something is happening to your body that you cannot control. Oh, I don't like that. Like, you're turning into something else, or like, there's something, you know, it's... It's just, it's stuff like that. I do not. I like every. I like. I this is really... this is an epi- This episode is a very tame example of body horror. Okay. This I like. I didn't like it. I I was like too disturbed by it. Yeah. I was fine when it was actual cows at the end with ratty wigs on the top. <laughs> <laughs> the wig budget for this episode. I mean, I I get not wanting to put a nice wig on top of a cow. I understand. But Adrian Bailon is not a cow. She's a cheetah. You're right. She's not a cow. She's a cheetah. The wig that they put on the actual cow to represent Chelsea is like horrid. Like fire truck red. And it's like a bob. (laughs) And it's messy. And you can tell the floors are very different because now that there's live cows on set, they put like a different flooring and when there's like a close-up on the cow, it looks like, and Raven and Chelsea are still talking. And I guess no one noticed like the complete transformation. I guess not. Or maybe they were like, dang, they're good. 
they're they're good <laughs> what like no one noticed that, like someone was standing beside raven and all of a sudden she became like a 500 pound cow like a full like long <laughs> heavy like like stinky the, like imagine like talking to raven be like wow great costume turn to get your punch and you turn back and a freaking cow's udder is in your face i mean like that room had to be stanking like a barnyard immediately. <laughs> well, I mean, of course, we find out that it didn't actually I, happen. Oh, also, yeah. So, it, so Raven and Chelsea, their wish came true because they won the costume contest and everyone's eyes are on them. But I was mm-hmm. going to say, when the cows, the actual cows are talking as Raven and Chelsea, it looks like one of those apps where you take away the, the mouth and you just put your mouth into it. Yeah. And you're talking. It was so bad. Well, it all flashes back to Ray. I guess this was just a very elaborate vision. Right. All this time, you just get like 10 seconds with no context. That's Raven's visions. But this vision, she got a whole day's worth. She got a whole, yeah. How long but... was she sta- How long was she sitting <laughs> blankly staring? Yeah, Chelsea would have like eaten her whole burger and been like, Ray? Well, that goes back to, is it like for her, it was like, she was sitting there for like a millisecond, but for her, she was like experiencing a full twenty-four hours. Like, what's the possibly? What What's the rules of the of the powers? But either way, raised me like Chelsea. Don't eat that, my dad. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Matters. It's it. Yeah, it cuts back to when they're at the chill grill eating, and they. So that's where it cuts back to. Yeah. And and Chelsea's like, it's okay. Don't have a cow. Raymond's like. Oh. Oh, wait, when Raven's, like, explaining Chelsea what happened, she's like, we were going to... <laughs> that's why I wrote Moo Panic. <laughs> that's why. Because I was like, she's having a panic attack. But Raven's like, like we had ears and snouts and, and tails and... <laughs> like, you can feel, like, her gut spasming, being like... <laughs> like she's about to do it. <laughs> Raven is me. Raven is me. And then we end the episode on... Yet another Victor and Tanya sex joke. She's like, Maester, which is a kinky. <laughs> Tanya because, was full, Tanya was in full character the entire yes, time. Yes, they're dressed up as like a mad scientist, and I guess she's supposed to be like the Igor. But she's like, Maester, the kids are asleep. No one's home. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? And he's like, oh, yeah. And then they're both like... Candy. <laughs> they just like start giggling about their trick or treat candy. Going back to the 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 scene with the actual cows. I'm just Again. Imagining... <laughs> sorry. Can't get over it. <laughs> I can't get over it. I'm just imagining the set and the actual shooting day. How do you think that happened? Like, how I... do you think that was? I don't know. I bet they. They probably just like shot the cows somewhere else and then like put them in there. I don't know. I don't want to. I, I like if I was on set and there's see, I don't like big animals like that. You don't like don't, any animals. I, I okay. I don't mind. Well, like I don't mind dogs. I don't mind cats a little bit. Why are you grunt when you said cats? What did they ever do to you? They're just, I don't know. You just never know where they're coming from or going. Anyway, but like horses scare me, I think. And so do cows. That's fair. I mean, they're big. Because if they fall on you, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like scared to get close to them. Because you just hear horror stories about like a cow like 
or a horse like kickbacking you and you're dead. So I just don't want that to happen. Okay, well, in in like looking back and now that we watched the episode, how do you think this like is is for like a solid Disney Channel themed Halloween episode? Huh? <laughs> Sorry, I was not paying attention. All right. <laughs> what I said what I was saying was now that we got so now that we watched it, watched it back, how do you think this holds up as a Disney Channel Halloween episode? It's pretty solid. I mean, it's like now that I'm kind of sitting back and realizing that it has like gentle elements of a real genre of horror, like that's uh-huh. fun. I know. Um, I'm wondering as we go through the month, the I guess the episodes at least, like you could, because you're more of a horror person. Mm-hmm. Each episode, you can tell me what kind of horror genre, like genre it's after. Yeah. So this one's yeah. kind of body stuff. I mean, all the Lizzie McGuire episodes we've watched it had horror elements, and none of them have even been Halloween themed. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I thought so far this has been. So I think every episode we need to rank how spooky it is. Okay. Since it is month of fright, should be three out of five frights. Okay, so yours is going to be three <laughs> out of five frights. Three out of five frights. Yes. Mine is going to be five out of five frights. Really? Because it it scared me. <laughs> yeah. It gave me a fright. <laughs> I don't know, like I thought it was a solid. That it sounds like it gave you five frights. It gave me five frights. <laughs> uh, it was. Just, I think it was a, a solid. That, how do you think it was as a that Raven episode? It's still a good episode. Like, it's still season two. So we're in, like, premiere era. Yeah. There was just one moment where Chelsea was... They're trying to think of the magic... Like, Raven's like, hey, we're going to say what we want. The magic words. Yeah, she goes, yeah. She's like, just say the magic (laughs) words. And Chelsea goes, please and thank you. And Raven just goes, from the book. (laughs) I I love... That's a perfect example of, like, Chelsea being dumb in a way that's still, like, an intelligent joke. Right. Versus in the last season when she's like, how do I spell my name? Uh, We got (laughs) to love it. We got to love it. Do you know what else I love? A spooky you're watching Disney Channel. You're reading Disney Channel? Dang it. (laughs) (laughs) You're reading Disney Channel. All right. This is a segment called You're Watching Disney Channel. Reading. Oh, oh my gosh. You're reading Disney Channel where we read a scene from a TV show or movie. We're talking about specifically. And of course, we are going to talk. We are going to do a scene from That's Raven episode. Don't have a cow. So all you need to know is this is the scene where Raven and Chelsea just uh, put their wish in the cauldron saying they want to be the best things at the Halloween party. But they don't know that Chelsea's cow button fell in the cauldron so becca i wish no i demand you uh grant us with your amazing talent of being raven in this scene okay i was gonna be like which impression would you raven i have to hear it okay so that's all you need to know and action chels who am i the queen of Flannel. Hearts, Chels. The Queen of Hearts. Okay, but right, but if I don't get it, no one will. <sighs> All right, let's find me a costume now. Raven takes off the towel around <gasps> her head to reveal that she has two cow ears in place of her normal ears. <laughs> okay. Ray, what are you wearing? Are those cow ears? 
That is so like you holding out on the good costume. What? Ah! I have cowies! I have cowies! How did I get cowies? <laughs> Stop it! It's not a costume, Chills! Oh, come on, Ray. Like, I wouldn't pull those ears off. Ow, ow, ow. <gasps> uh, Ray, they moved. Your cow ears moved. Whoa, how'd you do that? I didn't do it, Chills. They're moving by themselves. Ah! Okay. Oh, oh my goodness. We have to calm down. Yes, yes. You're, you're, you're right. We have to sit down and think about it. Good idea. Ow! What? Gosh, you're sitting on my tail. Sorry about that. Ah! And scene. Um, I can't scream into the mic, but y'all should know if you haven't seen the episode that Raven and Chelsea are screaming at the tiddly top of their lungs that entire <laughs> They scene. are screaming. Screaming, screaming, and I mean, it is Halloween. True. You're on theme. All right, what's the Disney Channel lesson we learned today? My Disney Channel lesson for the day is if you're going to cast a spell, be extra careful. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to make sure you're doing everything right, doing all the ingredients right, right not getting your wires crossed. Uh, a little witchcraft yeah. is okay. I don't mind it. Just make sure you're careful and you know what you're doing. Yeah. I think my Disney Channel lesson is if you are going to mess up the spell and your button does fall, make it be like a cool button. Like like Raven says, why can't it be a, a Halle, Halle Berry, Berry button? Berry button? <laughs> just make sure you're wearing a cool something cool on your person just in case it does fall and then you'll be set. All right. If people want to find out how you transform into a cow, Becca, where can they find you? <laughs> You can find me chewing my cud. Ew. <laughs> no one wants Insta- to see that. I know. I'm joking. On Instagram and Twitter at Heyo, it's Becca, H-E-Y-O. Uh, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Becca Stogner, as well, for my Robin Williams reviews. I'm dropping a Christmas one this week. Uh, <gasps> not by choice. Ooh. That's just what was chronological. Um, you can also check out and listen to my other podcast, YGSSG, Youth Group Survivor Support Group. Um, the end of episode 71, if you want to hear some rants and raves about the time machine in particular. Oh, yeah. I, I have to give a shout out to those guys because I checked out the episode and I stayed to the end for, for the plug of Ruggersons. And they were just so kind. You guys were all so kind to me. And my phone just went off. Uh, you guys were all so kind to me. So shout out to them. Shout out to you guys. You guys are awesome. Even though I also have never met you. But you guys are pretty cool in my book. That's all I wanted to say. Becca's looking at me. You gonna plug anything? Oh, I thought you were still plugging. <laughs> no, that's all, right. all I ever plug. I wanted to plug my gratitude. Things. I wanted to plug my gratitude to y'all's podcast and all y'all for speaking so kindly of this podcast. And we also, uh, I, I give it a thousand times back, even more so. All right, if you want to see what I look like as a cow, <laughs> look at my fifth. <laughs> gra- look at my fifth grade yearbook photo. No. Um, ah! <laughs> I got a million of them. No, uh, if you want to see me on social media, find me at Instagram at Real Hunter Martin, Twitter H Cameron Martin. If you want to get up to date on everything about this podcast on all the social medias, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, just type in at Time Machine Podcast. You'll find us there. You'll find us everywhere. Come on down. We'd love to have you. Uh, rate and review us. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you want to see. Tell us what you don't want to see. See, this is a podcast. I meant listen. What am I saying? uh dm you can us watch we, some of the content don't you can we, we yeah if you uh if you follow us on instagram we do like to post little fun things we like to post like a lot more visual stuff so please follow us on instagram there 
DM us. We love talking to you guys because we want you guys to have so much fun listening to this because we're having so much fun making it. All right, Becca, what are we going to cover next time? Next week, we have um, my personal favorite, I think, uh, Disney Channel Halloween episode, The Ghost in Sweet 613! The sweet life is Zach and Cody. I'm so excited, uh, but you'll have to wait an extra week for that because I will be doing my own Halloween fun in Disney World <sighs> and Universal Studios next week. Hey, hey, so when we, next time you hear us, we'll be covering The Ghost in Sweet 613. Sweet 613. See, I'm already stuttering because I'm so spooked out. Yes. The Ghost in Sweet 613 of The Sweet Life. And you'll get to hear about Becca's Florida adventures. Yep. But until we're knocking on the door of Sweet 613. Oh, nice. I love that. We will see you later, time travelers. All right. Both your seatbelts. belts. <laughs>